Welcome to the Ball Not Court podcast. Cortez Paulus here. Left side. <laughs> now I realize why you do that pause while we're talking over Skype. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, as you can hear, I, I'm actually in Jacksonville with my my compadre, my amigo, Mr. Kevin Carter. Mr. Carter, you sure you don't want me to call in over Skype? <laughs> I can go outside and we can hear the birds and stuff. And I can call in over Skype. Hear the birds and stuff like that yeah. in the background. Chirp, chirp, and apparently trees falling down. <laughs> chirp, 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 chirp. Let me say this. It's good to be back in Jacksonville. It's been a while since I've been up here. And I was telling Mr. I can get him on my phone. We just make bird noises. Just, make bird noises. <laughs> just telling this car on my way up here that, you know, all these buildings were popping up everywhere and and um, it's, it's, it's a sight to see, man. Yeah, oh yeah, we need all these apartments on a two lane road. <laughs> Makes so much sense. Oh yeah, let's so. put more people into traffic on a two lane road. No, it's, it's well, everybody and their mother and cousins moving to Florida. So yeah, they all need to go back. <laughs> Listen, I agree, Warren ten percent. But nonetheless, it's good to be back up here, and and um, you know Kevin's going to put some stuff on the grill, and and um. I mean, we're doing a podcast, but Kevin will probably tell you that's the main reason he's here. Yeah. <laughs> main reason Cortez came is because I told him I was cooking. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay. No way. Well, that's why I say the way my schedule changed again. I had a few extra days off. So I said, let me uh, make a journey up here. And uh, let's go. Let's do a podcast. And then you know, let's he just, out a little bit. He just wanted to get away because he knew they were going to do a fire drill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I signed up for it, man, and I had, had to work working. I'm always on the clock, so I would I would not be on the clock. I told people don't call me <laughs> if you need something. Do not call me because once you give me a day off, I'm taking it off. Right, so. I'm not coming in to work. I've learned from my younger days of going in when people would ask me to. Nah, it ain't worth it. Once you get older, you're like, once you get older, you're like, I got a day off. Hey, can you come in? No. There it is. No. Don't call me. Don't ask. Hey, well, let's let's uh let's transition here. We we we're probably experiencing the one probably one of the most recent boringest conference finals in basketball history. Let's just say what it really is. These things suck. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. There. These, these games have been terrible. They have. And, and and I, Kevin, what what's your thought process behind this? Is it because they're playing so many games and it's because of the pandemic that they're, they're maybe some of you guys are really fatigued because we're having blowouts left and right here. Plus, you're playing playing games. So you play the playing games. And because you play the playing games, you've made everything. Because used to, in the conference finals, it would be – you would play game one, day off, game two, two days off, one to travel, one to rest, then game three, then another day off, then game four, then another two days off to travel for game five. Now everything is a day in between, so it's shortened the amount of time in between these games. And it's it's taking their toll because these guys have already played all these games. And you're talking about well, there's one team in it this year that's played a lot of basketball in the last, two, what, two and a half years yeah. in the heat where these guys have played the condensed schedule when they were in the finals, in the bubble finals. That so stupid. And then last year they made the playoffs and they looked bad during that because they were all so tired. But it's just NBA for – let's stop again. Oh, no, that's on the NBA for moving – the schedules around and doing all that stuff. And it's just, it's creative. Plus a lot of guys are just getting randomly hurt. Just either getting snatched down or twisting ankles or, or getting pulled down by their legs and not a foul being called. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot of more to come back in, in these playoffs. Huh? But then again, you know, this, this is, the basketball we grew up on, but if you kind of officiate a certain way and then you go another whole completely different direction, players not going to get used to that. It's just it's such a it, the way they've done the way they've done things lately. When they switched the rules around the first times to make it where if you barely got breathed on, it was a foul. 
now, now, now all of a sudden you're trying to go back to, you can clothesline somebody and, and we'll, we'll call it a, a flagrant, but you'll be okay. But it's just like dudes getting legs grabbed and everything like that. It's no regard for people's safety or the, the injury of the other players. No. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's a fair assessment with, with all this. We, we knew the pandemic kind of set things back a little bit and it, it, there be I just seen they have a full well, I've seen fully rest there so trying to get right back into the thick of things um, but yeah I, I just watching initially the first round was great you know there was there was, it was I thought it was most most of this series was pretty entertaining but the later it got you know some of these series even the games has been pretty just lopsided um, I mean dare me say that the the NHL playoffs has been way better, more watchable product than, than NBA. Look, NHL playoffs are always great. Like, it's always great, unless you like the fighting and stuff they do during the regular season, because you're not going to get it during the playoffs because they don't want to put themselves in that predicament. Mm-hmm. But the NHL playoffs has always been great. That's the time. If you're not a hockey fan and you want to watch hockey or start getting into it, watching it during the playoffs is, is the time because everything's ramped up. Ramped up big time in the playoffs. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, I was, I, I, there's been times I kind of briefly watch it here and, here and there. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but I'm, and not, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here. And, and I hate to tell people, though, but the NBA Finals is not going to be good at all either. Because I think Golden State is going to ramp through whoever they're playing, which they're going to play Boston. But Golden State, Golden State's here now, and everybody else is is down here now. And they're pissed because they want to prove that they can do it again without KD. Because everybody all, ooh, KD this, KD. Uh, they want to prove they can do it without KD. Like they did before KD even got there. So now now it's now it's their time to to go out and prove it. Plus they got healthy clay back and everybody else. So, yeah, it, 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 I don't think nobody's beating Golden State anyway. Speaking of, since you're already done, well, like gonna pick Boston. Let's talk about. The yes, game. I have already picked Boston, considering everybody else has already jinxed the Heat already today. <laughs> so it's already over. <laughs> so you already kind of wanted the details about what's going on here. Really. Kyle Lowry's not looking like himself. Kyle Lowry's not looking like himself. Jimmy Butler's not looking like himself. Tyler Hero isn't coming off the bench to help score. So you're 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 relying on all these guys that are half hurt, half injured. And half look disinterested, mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's nothing. Plus, we already had one guy we know that's an automatic jinx. He picked the Heat, so we already know that's a loss tonight. And then and then idiot Skip Bayless picked the Heat <laughs> last week that they were going to win in seven, and then they get blowed out. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. But he did pick the Celtics to win the night, so who knows if the anti. But I think I think the Celtics come out and beat their brakes off of them tonight. Yeah. I don't think it. I think it's close for like a half, and then that third quarter. That's the third quarter in all these games has made the difference. It has. Like whoever has had that game. big third quarter has has won, and Boston came out and just boohooed them in the third quarter last game and the fourth quarter. Yeah. So it, it, uh, yeah, I think they do the same thing again tonight. Actually, I think Boston just comes out and runs them out of the building to start the game off. Yeah, well, I guess it must have been Jalen Brown read people comments about him not being able to dribble the ball. But, I mean, you put it around Victor Oladipo and Jimmy Butler, it's, it's going to be up for grabs. Oh, yeah, you you, you, you do that. You're, you're, you're bound to get the ball stolen in front of you. But Jalen Brown, he, Jalen Brown's just been eh, the whole game and uh, the whole series until last night. Right. Last night was his, well, I'll show you moment. Even though the whole front of the game, he kept the heat in single-handedly. <laughs> Which is, but this is the thing with, with NBA playoffs. This, the further you get, you know, you're, there are certain skills that can get exposed. Oh, yeah. And as, you know, Jalen Brown during the year probably can get by, you know, playing someone like the Orlando Magic, you know, then you start playing someone in the team that actually defend pretty well. No, nah, I take a shot. I'm just giving you that example. No, you're but taking you a shot. But you also, you're taking a shot at your own team. Yeah, but you know, it's okay. but it's it's one of those where you know the regular season versus this, where you see this team everything for you. Well, like NHL, everything's ramped up. Any any postseason is everything's ramped up yeah. to another degree from what it is in the regular season. Right, right. Especially in basketball because they play so many games. Mm-hmm. 
that they you'll see them here and there take time off, and you see it during game. People will take it off during plays and stuff like that. But in the playoffs, everything's always ramped up. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, but this has been this has been terrible playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Um. So let's go ahead and talk about Golden State because now Dallas. Um, it's one of those where, hey, listen, uh, Lucas is is the best player on the court on the series to me. I mean, I know he's, but that team just the, the they don't have they, enough. They don't have enough. There was not enough. So, no. but first of all, let's be going to Luka getting that far because they they did beat a Phoenix team that was number one all year, number number one seed, and they took them out. And it's all it's probably because you poked the bear a little bit, but. I mean, honestly, I, I definitely felt Phoenix and Golden State would have been a better matchup. But, you know, Luka, no, to be honest with you, Phoenix could have not even made it as far as they did to begin with to go up against the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Like they, it, the stuff that they did. And Golden State, what they did, they were a John Morant injury away from having a hard time with Memphis. Yeah. So it, everybody got a. When you get as far as people teams are getting in here, a little luck is involved. Absolutely. So a little luck is involved. Mavs not playing. Uh, Devin Booker mm-hmm. not playing. So, so there's there's a little luck involved in, in everything. Yeah. Look at the Heat. The Heat had luck with Embiid um, not playing for Philadelphia. Uh, Boston had luck with Middleton not playing for Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Everybody has had a little luck to get to where they got at this period of time. Same thing with Dallas. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Golden State. Everybody got lucky. It's a game of attrition right now in the NBA. Kevin, talk about Clay Thompson and his reassurgent back to getting back to the NBA final. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad somebody finally is wanting to talk about Clay. Everybody always talks about that team. Clay is there, as much as they say Draymond is the heart of that team, I always thought the heart of that team was Clay. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was the one that done everything. He could score. He can do whatever you ask him to do. And now that he's back, you see how different they are with him back in, in the lineup and him playing yeah. that the way we're used to seeing him play. And it, it, it's just it's good that everything that happened to him, he overcome it, and now he's back to playing like he should be playing, like the max player that he should be playing as. Clay is uh, very easy to root for. And such a good guy, too. Such a good guy. Um, sense of humor is just out, out of this world. So, you know, adversity kind of breaks you or makes you, man. And at, at any point, he could have just hung it up. I got paid. I'm done. So you respect Clay, the human being, for fighting through it and seeing this through and actually get another shot at the NBA Finals title. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. Like, he, he he's up there. I'm, he's one of those ones I always talk about. Right. He, he's up there as one of those ones that – uh that's one of the fa- my favorite players in the league. Just the way he plays, he plays the game. Yeah. So I'm very happy to see Clay get back there. Um, this Golden State team in general, man, they're 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 built up. They're, they're a players. mix. They're a perfect mix of experience and youth. They have they have a perfect little mixture of it. much like much like Boston has a very good mixture of of youth and experience. Yeah. Like the Heat. Old, like their youth has went out the window right now. It's it's just old, and you can tell they are because they're gimping around the court. Some of them have walkers. Kyle Lowry, it's like he's running around out there with a walker on. But uh, and ain't it funny though? The games he hasn't played, they won. Like when games that Kyle Lowry did not play basketball, they won, except for I think one. I'm like, sit his butt back on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But no, just to go to state team, they got Kaminga, Moses Moody, uh, Jane Wilder, who's yet to play. Um, who they got? Jordan Poole, who, who bunch got of, snubs from the MIP. You bunch, know. Of young, bunch of young stuff. And then you got your old guys. Yeah. You got Clay, then you got Steph. Kayvon Looney. Got, like, yeah. they, they're, they're set up for success whenever Clay and Step one, walk into the sunset, say, you know, hang it up. Dream on two. Yeah. Whenever they're ready to hang it up, they got a nice little core to kind of build around. Mm-hmm. They want to get that route. So, so Steph Curry won the Magic Johnson. Um, what was it, the Magic Johnson? The Magic Johnson, most valuable player Thank of the you. Western Conference Award. You have to, we, we got to think of an acronym for it. <laughs> 
So tell us what we're saying. The EMJ MVP <laughs> WFC. Uh, well, listen, um, me and Ken was very vocal about these awards and now you can create extra narratives. No, hold on, hold on, hold which on. One they, which one? They hold on before on? we start. You guys have been vocal about it. I could care less what kind of awards they make for whoever during the thing. Everybody talks about, well, this is going to give another narrative and all that stuff. Do we even care, do we even care who an MVP of certain things are? Like, literally, did we care that Andre Iguodala won MVP over everybody else on that team the one year they won the finals? No, because the only thing we care about is who wins the finals. The only way that these MVP awards make up for anything is a legacy. And a thing to where you can go back on and go, oh, this guy's the best because he won these MVP awards in the finals. I don't care. Did his team win the finals? That's what I give a crap about because certain someone won the award when his team didn't even win the final. So I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I care less if you want to give if you want to give participation trophies out because you won the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> to people. That's perfectly fine with me. Like tonight, I don't care who wins the Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals. MVP trophy. I don't care. I'm running that to Boston, so that's what one of you too. Yeah, good, good for them. Good for, <laughs> good for, good for somebody winning that award. But it doesn't make or break me that somebody's going to win it or not because I'm not going to argue about it because I don't care. They're just trophies. Oh, that's right. You was on the other side of the fence. Exactly. They're just trophies. Everybody, everybody that's these that people say basketball purists hate them. Basketball players could care less about the trophy. The only trophy they care about is the one they get at the end of it. That's the one they care about. They care about the Larry O'Brien trophy, which needs to be renamed since they're naming all these trophies after players. Let's rename that one. My bad thing about it was everybody saying the Eastern Conference one should be named after LeBron. That's what made me mad. I was like, you idiots, come on. Get out of here. But as far as the naming of the trophies... I think they did it really because it was the 75th year of the NBA and all that stuff. And they wanted to, what it, what I think it was with the 75th year, they wanted to honor something from the past. So they thought what would be a way of doing it? Well, hey, let's add the MVP award to the final, Whoa. to the conference finals. So pointless. Though. Yeah, it is. It is pointless. It is so pointless. pointless. It's pointless. But there's no reason to care. There's literally no reason to care that they're giving out an extra trophy. Listen, I know you're right, man, but it's... Uh, what would you rather? Them give them a Popeye's gift certificate or something? Like, here, you can go to Weston Sizzler or your favorite steakhouse. We'll give you a gift card. You know what was really... See, I'd rather get this award and get a shitty Kia for winning the dunk competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. it don't it don't bother me like it bothers some of y'all. I just like that they named it for if it wasn't for these two guys, mm-hmm. basketball wouldn't be where it is right now. Yeah, if it wasn't for the two guys that they named these trophies after. Oh yeah, yeah. These two. Uh, if it wasn't for these two guys, that's why it don't bother me none because of who you named them after. Mm-hmm. If they would have just been like blah or blah. I don't care. Either. But because you named them after two guys that literally, if they wouldn't have came along at the period of time they came along, basketball wouldn't be at the point it is right now. Yeah. And those two guys paved the way for all of these guys to come up. They paved the way for Mike to come up. Absolutely. They just, man. they paved the way for all of these guys. And that's why I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I like, I like, more trophies, the better for me. I was like, let's just hand them out like freaking hotcakes. <laughs> Everybody gets one. There it is. All right, well, let's talk about the NBA draft. Um, here's the, you should have uh, said that with more enthusiasm. I, listen, I'm, I'm trying to be – I'm, I'm a thuse. But, but, but I can see where you're not saying it with a bunch of enthusiasm because your idiot fan base on Twitter – are a bunch of remarkable dumbasses. <laughs> and I say that with such sincerity. So literally I had a guy go, he's too skinny. I was like, okay, every single one of the magic Twitter that has said he's too skinny has proven one thing to me. They haven't watched a lick of Chet Holmgren play basketball in college 
or at all whatsoever. When your only argument you got against the kid is he don't weigh enough, that means you didn't even watch nothing. That means you're just like, oh, he's a skinny kid. So you didn't watch him play basketball. And I even asked a couple of them that. I said, did you watch him? Well, no, I have. Okay, well, then shut up. You're not allowed to talk if you haven't watched him. And this this is funny because we, it's ironic that Orlando won the pick this year because we don't have the sister's number one draft pick there. At least according to the... No, we do. We have a consistent number one. When he came out of high school, they already said this kid was going to be the number one player in the draft. Then two other guys have halfway decent years. And now all of a sudden, he's not where he was a prior four. If he comes out in high school, he's the number one pick in the draft. Now all of a sudden, because these two guys have okay years for their colleges, now there's no... Get out of here. So... um. The Magic won the lottery since the first time since 20, 20, uh, 2004. Um, You'll get there. Yeah, thank you. You'll get, start. You'll get it out of there. Eventually. Yeah, since Dwight Howard. Yeah, to, to today, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> so, nonetheless, like like I said, I, I, was watching the, I was watching the NBA lottery. I was screwing with you the whole time. You. I was like, watch, y'all gonna get number five. I know. I was like, Kevin, shut up, shut up, shut up. I, I, I literally, I saw like your tweet came in. I'm watching the thing. I'm like, Kevin, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> He's like, Kevin usually calls this crap. Oh, yeah. crap. So I'm like, shut up, shut up. So I'm watching it and I'm, I went to the truck gate for a reason. I was waiting for the Knicks to get it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> so celebrating, Sue, happy that we got no one pick. But as Kevin mentioned, our fan base is so split on this. Um, I'm Kevin Hart. I told you, I'm, I'm team Chad Holder. I, I just, we need a guy that is talented skill wise and multiple facets of the game. Uh, we asked the guy that can, he's, he's a great defender. He can, is not, he can shoot. Um, he can pass the ball very well. And the way the reason, this is the reason I explained I won't Chad Holder. It's because we can plug him in and we're not taking the balls out by hands right now. He can sit there and defend and make games easier for everybody, pick and pop. He can hit a 15-footer and make himself available this, until he learns the game. This is all you need to know. He is seven foot tall, over seven foot tall, and he shot 40% from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. If that doesn't scream today's basketball game, out of anybody else in there, if that doesn't scream how they play basketball right now, then you need to re-examine yourself. What they were saying about... Here's the thing with the Magic, though. They will use him the same way they use Vooch. And you know how many people hated Vooch and said he can't do this. Okay, well, this kid is Vooch but plays defense. Yeah. That's that's who he is. His biggest comparison that everybody's comparing to is Dirk because that's who he reminds everybody of. He can handle the ball. He can shoot. And freaking Dallas fans... I'm comparing him to Dirk. I'm not saying he's Dirk. <laughs> Their games are similar. He's saying his skill set. His skill set reminds me of Dirk. Not he's Dirk. But he does play better defense than Dirk does. Oh, my God. The people are idiots, man. It's like people on Twitter are so dumb. <laughs> like you literally can't read between what somebody is writing. I'm like, come on, man! It, it, it's it's a comparison. No, so everybody talk about his frame, but it's one of those where he had at least 20 pounds of muscle and still be effective. Now, listen, we're not asking the guard Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. That's what we got Wendell Carter Jr. for. That's who he the one that guarded him pretty well and did a good job, uh, at least containing him, making it tough for him. You know, those those guys. You know, are you're not to gonna down. you're not gonna stop. You're not gonna them. stop those guys. They're just hard to shut down. But what he does on the offensive side of the ball is makes it difficult for them guys to guard him. Exactly. Because then you got to you got to game plan around who you're gonna want to guard who. If you put him on a if you put a power forward on him who's smaller, he's gonna shoot right over the top of it. Now I like, it's, I like it's the other two guys. I do. I'm not. I'm not sitting. One here. of them. One of them to me, the kid from Duke, is Aaron Gordon. That's who he is. That's who that kid's going to be. He's going to be Aaron Gordon. Same type of player. And to me, it is athletic as all get out. He's going to be Aaron Gordon. The other guy, the only other person I like in the draft is the guy from Auburn. Smith. And you Smith. watch a lot of SEC basketball. Smith, all, he, he can score. 
But like you said earlier, you've got so many guys on that team right now, especially these young up-and-coming guys that are on the Magic, that you want the ball to be in their hands. You want them to be able to free flow, and you want them to be able to do that. If you get Smith, the ball's going to stop with him, and he's going to shoot it. It's not going to move. You bring in Chet, the ball's going to move. And your other guys will be able to succeed around him. You bring in Smith, it's all going to be him. Kevin, I think we, me, you, me, you talked about. It. I said I'd rather have the ball and folks in front hands because you take the ball out of folks hands. When you want him to be a spot up shooter. Well, most of the time you take the ball out of folks hands, it's because he's not available to play. <laughs> well, if he is available to play, but no, that's why I say I, I, I want him. To, I want him. Well, Cole Anthony to have the ball some. You got right. you got a lot of guys on that team that you you want to get the ball. If Jamari Smith gets the, if he's their pick. That ball's not going anywhere except to the hole. And he can defend. He's, he's a great defender as well, too. He's a good basketball player. I just think the better fit for the Orlando Magic and the consensus, the guy that was a consensus number one pick if he came out of high school, now all of a sudden is it because Javari Smith had a good year. I, I, it just don't make no sense to me. But if you would have picked him last year – Picking this year at number one. But there was something that they said that he had the lowest uh, points in the paint percentage, Jabari Smith. Yeah, because he shot a lot of jumpers. Yeah, he he shot a lot of jumpers. Right. He was a a very perimeter-oriented basketball player at all. Mm -hmm. And I just – I'm telling you, man. No, I'm I'm with you, man. If if, if they don't pit Chet, they're going to set their stuff back. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you 100. They they gotta get they it's it just Chet does so many things well more than other guys. And the only thing that you can hear is that oh well, he didn't show him big game. Okay, well Franz didn't show him uh, big games either. He's skinny. That's the only thing I've heard. Oh, he's skinny. Oh, he didn't show up in big games. Well, nobody else did either. Okay, so like when they were talking about the Memphis game where he didn't score. But Jalen Durham, who was also a top ten lottery draft pick, what did he do against Chet Holgram? Exactly. Nothing. 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 Okay. We we saw this with Franz in the tournament the year before that he was struggling. Now look at that. Franz was on an all NBA rookie team. So Franz is Franz is fun. So like, listen, there the some some guy game just translate better in the NBA. And you're telling me that kid right there, what with all he can do. That won't translate to NBA. I'm telling you. Weak side help defense. I'm telling um, you why. Shooting 15-footer jump jump shots. The people that are arguing it didn't watch. And their only thing is he's skinny. That's their biggest thing. They didn't watch what. We're in the South. The guy they saw the most, Jabari Smith. When you don't see a person and you don't watch, you automatically go to what you what you know and what you saw. Well, if you would have watched any of Gonzaga this year, you would have saw what was going on. Absolutely. So, well, hey, me and Kevin do agree. Um, definitely excited to get the number one draft pick. Um, it, it, hey, welcome to the number one draft pick club again. <laughs> I've had it for two years in a row with my football team. Yeah, so, um, but listen, nonetheless, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that we get ourselves in this position at, Whatever is the decision will be could either set your franchise forward or backwards, but uh, nonetheless, this this is a big decision on on Orlando management what to do. But if if history has showed itself, I know as of recently they haven't chose length, but they like length. Uh, the the manager of Orlando, John Hammond, likes length. Jeff Wellman likes length. Hold on, the guy that runs the Magic's named John Hammond. Yes, it's the guy from Jurassic Park. I know. <laughs> that's, how it's, that's the joke that everybody makes. Yeah, so. you can get you somebody with short arms like a T Rex. <laughs> so, yeah, man, um, super excited. We, we want to talk about some football stuff. We got some football stuff. No, we can. It don't bother me none. Uh, what you want to chat about? I, always, I always talk about football. Well, go ahead, give, give us something, man. Oh, well, we did have the draft. Yes. So, so, so who y'all draft again? Oh, Russell Wilson, first round. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I don't even need a first round pick. We got Russell Wilson. What did y'all trade for him? I like the uh, the Nick Bonito kid that we got from Oklahoma. He was interesting. We picked somebody. 
Nobody even thought it, number one. We picked Walker, and then we know a certain someone who bitched and whined and moaned saying that we picked Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's not going to be Michael Jordan. He's not even going to be close. Talk about a year to have bad year to have the number one pick where there was no consensus number one pick. That was this year in football. So you, you, you your jazz Twitter can relate to naturally what we were arguing about. I told y'all the Orlando Magic and the Jacksonville Jaguars are the same damn team, just in different sports. Same thing. It's the same exact thing, just in different sports. <laughs> Nobody can convince me otherwise. Yeah. So both had ten years of hell. Went back to the playoffs, only to be go back to 10 years of hell. It's the same thing, man. We've had shitty coaches. Had coaches that quit during the middle of the season. So, it, 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 they're the same, man. They're the, they're, they're the same. Yeah. But, no, it, Walker will be okay. Yeah. I think what they were going to use him for, he fit their profile on what they want to use him for better than anybody else did. Uh, I still would have took a tackle or an offensive lineman. I know you say you wanted a lineman, yeah. Just because. But my intriguing one was when they traded back into the first round to get Lloyd from Utah. That's the one that got me. That's the one that got me excited because I was like, oh, okay. This dude, he's all over the field. When you get rid of a guy like Miles Jack, Mm -hmm. you need somebody kind of like Miles Jack to replace him. And this guy is in that similar mode. So, uh you got you gonna be running a three four, so we're gonna have all these. We drafted eighteen linebackers, it seemed like, because we drafted Chad Wilma from freaking Wyoming too. So I'm like, where the hell? I, I was like, I'm oh, I'm okay with it, but I was like, we still don't got no receiver. <laughs> but it is what it is. I think I think they did okay in the draft. Uh, I know OTAs have started up for everybody, everybody coming around, yep. showing off Russell Wilson in his new Broncos uniform. <clears throat> And all these wide receivers that went to every single other team <laughs> that got traded. It, 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 it should be an interesting football season. Yeah, it should be always fun. I know we uh Oh, wait a minute. And then one of your guys get arrested too? Yeah, but they dropped the charges. So <laughs> somebody Jerry Judy. Everybody was like, cut him, cut him. And then once they feel like it was a misdemeanor charge and his girlfriend ended up dropping the charges and everything's fine and dandy. So she gave, he gave her some hush money. Yeah. <laughs> he bought her a new ring or something. Yeah, a new shit. ring or something like that. Or yeah, you know, hey. But everybody, oh, cut him, cut him. But what do you make about this whole um the clip that I know you saw the clip with with Tyreek Hill talking about Tua? Oh, yeah, because because the Miami Dolphins put up that clip of him throwing the ball down the field and <laughs> Tyreek having to run back <laughs> to get the ball. Yeah, Tua, Tua doesn't have a big – he don't have a big arm, but it, it, he's just – you know Tyreek's going to defend his quarterback no matter what. Either. Yeah, yeah. No matter what he's thinking in the back of his head, like, damn, I'm going to outrun this. These dudes throw is about 30 yards. I'm going to have to come back and get it. But he's going to have to adjust. Yeah, he's got a big adjustment coming from going from Patrick Mahomes to to uh, Tua. Yep. So it, it it's gonna be fun. All these receivers trying to get with these new quarterbacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now's where we find. Now's where we always answer that old question: is is it the quarterback, or is it the guy who's throwing that that that's catching the ball? Yep. So now you now you're gonna be looking at now you're gonna be looking at the Chiefs and seeing if if it is Mahomes or it is the other guy. But Mahomes does have that that that. That tied in. I don't know if anybody remembers his name or oh, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's got that guy. Some, uh, some guy named Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's got that guy who, <laughs> who who's going to go very high in fantasy football drafts yeah, this year because he's going to be the only guy catching the football from him. <laughs> but yeah, but you're 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 going to see if all the if if it if if one is the product of the other, if it's receiver product of the quarterback or quarterbacks are products of the receiver. Yep. We're going to see all about it now because all these these mediocre, right at average quarterbacks that everybody thought were average now have got their, some weapons. Yep. Derek Carr's got freaking Devontae Adams. Uh, uh, Tua's got Hill. Uh, where did Amari Cooper go? Amari Cooper went to the Browns. Yeah, so the Browns, well, we don't even know who the hell the Browns, well, Deshaun Watson. If he even gets to play, he get the play. So yeah, even if he gets to play first. Yeah, 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 yeah. After they already exiled Baker Mayfield, now they're going to have to play with him for however long if he gets to play. But yeah, these guys have got 
it, it's prove it time for a lot of players. Absolutely. Yeah, it's prove it time. Yeah. You're not picking up fifth year options on people and stuff like that. And teams that drafted people high mm-hmm. and they're not picking up fifth year options on quarterbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, it's 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 going to be it's make or break time for a lot of dudes. Before we wrap this up, I want to ask your two thoughts on your thoughts on them considering about seeing looking at different options to do with the Pro Bowl or get rid of it. Get rid of the damn Pro Bowl. <laughs> get rid of the damn. Here's what you do. You get rid of the damn Pro Bowl. This is this was this. Remember the old days where they had the quarterback challenge on TV. They did it at Disney. They had the guys throwing at targets and all that shit. You do it for everybody. You 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 have a QB competition, wide receiver. You have competitions where these guys can go out and enjoy themselves and camaraderie and not have a stupid half-assed football game. If you're going to want them to play a football game, let them play a flag football game. Let them play seven on sevens. Give the give the uh, give the offensive lineman like drills or something to do a competition for them to do. Yeah. Give them a seven on seven game. Let just do something different. Don't put that crappy football game out there. And if you want to make it big and everything, do something for the fans to enjoy. Have it where the fans can interact with the guys and play with the guys or or do autograph sessions or have, like, take one of the flag football teams that wins one of these kid things and let them play some of the guys. Let let, let them have fun. Make Make it more interactive for them and stop having that crappy touch football game that is absolutely horrible. Nobody the, really the players don't want to be there for it. No. The fans don't want to watch it. The only reason it even come on TV is because it's football. Yeah. yeah but just just do away with it. Period in point blank and just have something fun and interactive that these guys can do. Yeah man. Uh, that's why I said it's they need to change it up a little bit or like even saying, if, give give it completely or do some kind of like you're right, they need to switch this up. Even if you don't do it there, do it at the individual cities. Mm-hmm. Let teams do stuff for their for the community. Have them come out with their guys that got selected or anything like that, and just let it be more open. The NFL used to be friend friendly, and then it went to buck. Now, and then COVID happened, and then it really went to buck. Yeah. But. NFL used to have it where they done things for the fans and the fans were always number one. Mm-hmm. But then it got to be a big, huge money maker. And the more money they got off the fans, the less they did for fans. Yep. So now it's bring the fans back in, be more interactive with the fans, do more things with the fans. Let it, let it be known that, Hey, this is for you guys. Yep. This, this weekend, not only are these guys all stars, but these guys are here for you. You got autograph sessions. You got this. You got that. You you, you can go and do that. We're not going to play this shitty ass game, but we're going to have you guys be able to interact with these guys some more. Be able to play games with these guys. Be able to do stuff. Yep. Do stuff. Do things like that, man. Make it more fan ish friendly than what we've been doing here in the past. Yeah. No. This is really nowadays is an eyesore to watch. Mm. It's hard to watch. And hard to watch is an understatement. And this is is one of those where it is. It's like background noise whenever you have it on because, you know, you're not taking it seriously. It's a nap. And listen, I get it because you don't want you guys to get hurt. So do something different. It's a nap. It's like turning on the Daytona 500, watching the first 10 laps, taking a nap from lap 10 to lap 100 and whatever, and then waking up for the final 10. But this is just a whole middle of the thing. Nobody wants to watch half-ass football. <laughs> if we want to watch half-ass football, we'd watch freaking... Uh, we'd go back and watch Jaguar tape from last year. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, uh, that's a wrap up for me and Kevin. Um, like I said, we... This is kind of like the, the, the season that me and Kevin kind of slowed down. That's just happened with stuff in the NFL draft or NFL or NBA offseason. So if somebody does something stupid, but you know, we'll usually we'll usually record. Oh yeah, but for the most part, I do my whole usually annual thing whenever we do the introduction for the NBA finals. I I got that to do. So his voice will crack again. <laughs> so you may uh, speaking of that. Thank God your voice didn't crack when you did the in, uh, the intro for the Magic for the Magic. Yeah, uh, you would have had to re-record that like five times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <"Bah>, <laughs> 
Uh, 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 I upload my um my outtakes on that one on, on the TikTok, so you didn't see why I kind of messed up a little yeah. bit. You but, mess up? No. <laughs> no. So yeah. All right. So make sure y'all stay tuned for us. Uh, we'll, we'll probably do something for when we find out when it's official. Kevin is already predicting it's going to be the Celtics versus uh, the Warriors, and then well, finals. Kevin didn't predict it. Everybody else jinxed it in the prediction. They're jinxing yeah, the prediction. They so. jinxed it in. They jinxed it into it. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get on and maybe you know whatever happens happens and CL is not into his feelings he'll probably come on and start talking about it. But no, he'll be he won't come. Yeah, he'll be he'll probably he'll be in he'll be in his morning. Yeah, he'll be in his feelings. See, this is the funny part about me. If you notice, I don't get too upset or anything about him anymore. I'm old man. I don't care anymore. it doesn't bother me anymore. I got more important shit to worry about than if a team loses a basketball game. People will get upset. Yeah, yeah it stings for a second. But hey, you get over this stuff. Don't worry, kids. When you get older, this is what happens. You don't care as much about stuff. Sports is a good distraction. That's what sports are. Sports are a distraction from what's going on in the outside world. And speaking about what's going on in the outside world, those poor, innocent little babies that got shot in Texas, along with this, along with the two teachers, and I don't know if you heard the husband of one the one of the teachers that got shot. He literally went and laid flowers at the memorial site for their thing, and two hours later, he died of a heart attack because he had a broken heart about what happened with his wife when they leave along their kids. So this is touched. And I don't know about you or anybody else, but I've been in a funk ever since this stuff happened. Not only because it happened and these babies are no longer with us, but he's sitting right over there. I'm worried about him going to school. I'm worried about his mom, who's a teacher in school. This kind of stuff happening when when they're in a school and I can do nothing about it. And we we just we were not protecting the people that we need to protect. Like there should be no doubt. There's two places where kids should feel safe. That is at home and that is at school. Those are the two places where you should never worry about someone coming in and shooting you. And you and these young kids pass away. We have to do as a society, as a country, and as people in general, we need to do something to fix whatever si- this situation is. Gun Guns are out of control in America, and they always have been. From the get-go of this country, we even have an amendment. We have the right to bear arms. Well, everybody brings up the amendment, the Second Amendment, we have the right to bear arms. The Second Amendment was wrote because we had other countries coming in or we were trying to gain our independence from another country who was trying to come in and have war with us. Of course they wanted everybody to have a gun because we were getting shot at by everybody else. It doesn't pertain to what is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Do I think you have the right to own a gun if you want a gun? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. As Absolutely. long as you possess that gun in the right way, as long as you go through the right channels to get that gun, then sure, you can have that gun. Because in my in, in my mind, the gun don't kill somebody. It's that idiot on the other side of that gun and the one that picks up that gun with the ill intent of doing harm to people like that. That's the person. That's the thing that is, that is major league wrong. But to let that guy even be able to get that gun is the big, gigantic, huge problem. And nobody, uh, nobody up north wants to do anything about it because everybody thinks that it's going to it's going to take away from their votes or take away from their bottom line or take money out of their pocket. This has nothing to do with none of this shit. Mm -hmm. This has stuff to do with, we are losing the lives of young people, not, not, not older people. Like we had the thing in Buffalo where they went up there and shot up a grocery store. Predominantly African American community. In a grocery store. This guy literally drove two hours to go to the blackest part that he knew in Buffalo, which I didn't even know there was a black part in Buffalo, but there is. Yep. He drove up there 
just so he could go and shoot up a grocery store with the N-word written all over his gun and everything else written. But how that guy got a gun in the first place is beyond me. Right. They need to put in, and I'm all for it, you need to put in stricter gun laws. You need to put in the things. But to blame the guns for everything, because I know people that have got 15 guns. They haven't shot a single thing. Yeah. Except a target. Yeah. And it's just, we need to, something needs to be done. The kids not getting mastered, don't force change. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. We did, we went through these two years of Sandy, Sandy Hook. And now we had it again with kids getting massacred. So something needs to change. And it's, it's sick to my stomach. I don't even have kids. I can imagine what people that had kids. It's terrible. Like. It, it, it literally, I'm still out of it when it comes to certain things. Like I, you can't, you can't, like if I had to drop them off at school, like I would drive up there and I'm instantly, as soon as I leave, I'm instantly worried. Like I would instantly be worried that something bad was going to happen. And, and and you should and we should, we in America should, should not be worried that we drop our kids off at school and something may happen. We shouldn't worry that we go to Walmart and some idiot may walk into Walmart and just start shooting everybody. Yes. We shouldn't we shouldn't have to be worried we go to a movie theater and something like that happens. We shouldn't have to be worried that crazy people are out there owning guns. And just on a whim, we'll go out there and just start shooting people for no apparent reason. Yep. He shot his grandma in the face before he left because he was 18 years old and he was bullied. Did any of those poor little kids at that elementary school bully this asshole? I don't care what narrative is. You don't do that. Exactly. The, the narrative of he was bullied and no one cares. He killed a bunch of kids. A bunch of kids who could do nothing for themselves. And for the damn cops that didn't do a goddamn thing about it, shame on you. Mm. Shame on you. Mm. You have a gun. Don't get me started. You have body armor. You had everything. Shoot that mofo. Or we were afraid we're going to get shot. That is what you signed up for on the bottom line when you signed up to be a cop. You signed up to serve and protect, and you needed to protect the most innocent of us, and you failed at your job. Someone will get their own kids and then got out of there. Exactly. You you should be held, they should be held just as just as much accountable. as accountable as the dude that was firing that gun at those poor kids. Because if it wasn't for y'all, y'all could have shot that dude in the kneecap and he would have been down. But you did absolutely nothing and let him go in there because and you didn't break the door down because you thought everybody in there was dead already. Some disheartening stuff, man. It really is. I'm glad you kind of spoke on that. And um, really, I'm thoughts and prayers. Not enough. No, uh, as much as you, you want to your heart to these families, something's got to be done, man. This is just sickening to see. Um, you know, it's a shame that we become immune to it, but not to this one. Kids getting killed. There, the, the the thing about this one and the reason we, this one hit harder than everything, it's because there were 10 and 11-year-olds and, and, and little kids. And then right after it, now with social media and everything, the parents, the the relatives of these kids who were on Twitter, started posting their pictures out and was like, he's missing. Or he, this one was one of the first ones that died. This one's the one that was by his teacher. They had a story come out today that a little girl put blood on herself from one of her fallen classmates. So they would think she was dead. So people went into survival mode while they were little kids, little kids going into survival mode. Because they didn't want to get shot by this idiot that went in there with a gun. Mm -hmm. Something needs to be done. And if something's not done, I don't care if you're NRA, you're anything, you know something needs to be done. Something, something has to be established to where, one, no 18-year-old should be able to even go and get a gun. You should have to be 21 or up even to be able to think about it. And you have to be stable and you have to be, you have to, it's just like owning, driving a car or 
doing anything else. They need to be regulated more than they are. Yeah. They need to be regulated more than they are. Sure, you can go and buy one online, but you have to do so much stuff when you go and buy one online when it comes in. But it's just, it's still not enough. It, it's just not enough. Absolutely, man. So, all right, guys, make sure y'all stay tuned to us. Uh, you can follow the podcast page at Ball My Court. You can follow me at End of Minor CP. Kevin C. 2415. Uh, you want to go to uh, Anchor, you can go type in anchor.fm slash Cortez Paul to get the Balls My Court podcast there. Uh, you go to endermindcp.podmat.com. We're also on Facebook. You type in Balls My Court podcast. Also on Instagram, at Balls My Court podcast. We're also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Okay, I'd like to say. Wherever you listened to us before, listen to us there again. Awesome. So, but yes, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Balls My Court podcast. It's been a while since me and Kevin been in attendance in one. Uh, when was the last that. time? Last time was at a hotel. Was at a hotel, but even before that, it's just been there. So I need to start making my way back up to, to Jacksonville. Oh, uh, did you see where the Gators have three night games open this season? Three night? No, that's not sweet. Sweet. For me. I oh, like wow. it when they have games at three o'clock in the afternoon. That way I can watch it. See, there it is. Eight o'clock at night is not nice for me. That's my nap time. That is my nap time. No, man. Thank you, guys. Ball my court podcast. Court podcast. Part time. Have a nice day. Later.